I'm your host tonight, wow. Main Magic Mike. I'm wearing a Mets jersey because they won today off of some schnubby schnubby, but we'll talk about that soon. <laughs> I've, got, schnubby. I've got my man, Brian Grosso, to my right. What's up, bro? What's up, dude? It's nice to have you on this side. You know, some things had to be done, so we're doing it. I got my main man, Tony Mack, in the back. Oh, Tony Mack in the back. What is this guy doing? Don't, yeah. don't fuck up. What's up, fellas? <laughs> And uh, and then also coming in hot is my main man, Mystic Bobs. How are you? What's going on, dude? I'm pumped, but the only thing is, why are you wearing the Mets jersey, dude? Come on. No, I thought you were a Yankees fan. No, totally a Yankees fan, but I'm a man of my word, Barnes. And I told Tony if the Mets win today, I will, because I needed him here to do this. So I was like, hey, I will wear a Mets jersey. And but it had to be Piazza because you know back in my baseball days they called me Jorge Piazza. All right, all right, I I respect that honestly. I thought it was just like you were just like pumped that they won on that. I was like, wow, like that. But I I understand you're respecting the bet. You got to do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I'm surprised they didn't refer to you more in the Ivan Rodriguez sense. You know, Pudge? you you would think that Pudge. you would think that, but no, I didn't can't get think that. Of a good nickname with that. No, you can't. But guys, today we're gonna actually start off with baseball and. I'm glad you're here, Barnes, because your Yankees, our Yankees, lost four to three in eleven. <laughs> um, let's get into it, Barnes. What are your thoughts? I want to actually start with you, bud. Tough one, tough one, especially because you look at the box score. I mean, they pitched well. Tyone, honestly, I, I was pumped to see him hitting 94 on the gun. Um, you know, coming off the two Tommy John surgeries, and then he has seven Ks over four and two thirds. Uh, so I thought, you know, that was solid. And at the plate, I mean, you, you out hit them 13 to four, but you go three for four with runners in scoring position. And then the last play of the game, they had a chance to tie it. LeMayu, uh, you know, they try for a sack fly or shell against gunned. I mean, Santander made a great throw. So what are you going to do? But obviously embarrassing to lose to the Orioles, but big weekend series against Tampa. So you just focus on that. And, and the big part of this game is that, Tyone looked great, and that's what we were hoping for. No, I totally agree. Um, <clears throat> what are your thoughts on uh, Stanton and Sanchez? Uh, you know, for the most part, hitting well. 
Yeah, Stan, the last couple games, you know, he had the home, the grand slam a couple nights ago, two hits the night before, two hits. You know, I think he's really locked in. So it's just funny. Everyone was getting nervous after the first couple games. You know, obviously, I didn't like to see it, but I think he's going to have a big year and he, he's due to stay healthy. It's like we get it, the track record with Judge and Stanton the last couple of years, but they're due to stay healthy. And obviously, there's a little question mark with Judge with the side injury, but I honestly think that he's going to be okay and they're just being extra cautious. And, you know, on, on I was listening to the fan today, and, of course, uh, they were saying, oh, tomorrow I guarantee he's going to be added to the IL. But I, I'm just not seeing it. I think they're just being extra cautious, and, you know, he would have been pulled from the game before if it was really that much of a problem. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, and coming up, we have Tampa. So, Grasso, what, what are your thoughts on this, you know, tough loss here for, for the Yanks? Uh, but, I mean, honestly, dude, is anybody even worried? I, I it's it's a 162 game season, right? Like, how many times are they going to play the Orioles this year? If you if you lose one or two, it's not it's not really a big deal. And Boston, Boston, you know. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie, I didn't, I you know, I didn't watch this game. That's why we have our experts here. You know, that's why yeah, you thank usually, God. yeah, that's why usually I'm behind the plate. <laughs> oh, you like that? Nice mitt, dude. Thank you. Solid. Um, catch a lot of balls with that. I I do actually. We play catch all the time, all of us. Downtime TV guys, but uh, yeah, my you know, shoulder hurts. I'm looking forward to this pitching matchup though. Uh, Barnes, it's uh, Kluber versus Hill in the first matchup. Uh, your mom versus Archer and the Montgomery, Montgomery versus Waka. Is that how you say that or Wacha? It, it, it's Waka, and he actually was on the Mets Waka. last year. Of course, of course, he blew it on the Mets, and you know, he's been a solid pitcher in the past. But you look at these pitching matchups, they have the advantage every single night. Uh, you know, Rich Hill is a guy who a couple years ago was pretty good, but he's all washed up. Archer was a complete boss coming over uh, back from Pittsburgh where he was traded for when they got ripped off in that deal where they gave up Boston Meadows and Tyler Glass now. And he just had like a 60 RA with Pittsburgh. So, of course, he's going to come back to Tampa. I'm sure he'll pitch a little better, but he's not going to be the ace that he was a couple years ago. And then Waka, I mean, what, what's he, a five starter? So, and we're throwing out. Kluber, who looked really good his last start, and I think is going to have a big year for them. Herman, you know, he only pitched three innings, but he's definitely a better pitcher than Archer. And Montgomery looked basically unhittable his first start. So you look at those three matchups, they look real good, and I think it's just going to come down to hitting. You know, I mean, the pitching is going to be there. It's been there the first six games. Uh, you're three and three, so nothing to worry about. You know what I mean? It's like basically nothing. You're back to square one. It's only six games in a 162-game season. So they look forward to this series, and after losing to the Rays last year in the playoffs, I'm sure they really would love to win two out of three here. No, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, especially as a, as a Yankee fan, bud. And also the people out there <laughs> people out there watching. Um, it's just so funny you keep referring to yourself as a Yankee fan and you're sitting there with a Mets jersey on. <laughs> I'm just having a good time here. We're having a good time. Here. I'm a man of my word. Like I said, he's rooting for a subway series. Dude, I am. I think, I think everyone is. Cause it's not, that'd be awesome. Oh, I, I would love to see it. We we would have to do go live watch party, all seven games. Maybe it goes seven, probably goes five, but either way, from, we, we go live watch. Live watch from the, from, from the, the games, dude. Yeah. From uh, the downtown. Let's see what the comments are real quick. Oh, Matthew. Oh my gosh. Why is Miguel in a Mets unit? Yeah, well, that's what I said, but we, we, we told you. He's honoring the bet. You got to respect that. Yes. And then uh, 
Jay, JPO. Oh, you want some basketball talk already, Mike? No, 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 no. Talking baseball. He always tries to come in like that. Do you see this? It's what does this yeah. say, Tony? Uh, it looks like ML. L B. That's what we got, Juan. Oh, get the B in there. All right. That's what we're talking about right now. Even Tony, I'm talking about it. What's up? I want to transition though to the other New York team, the Mets. They last night actually fell to the Phillies. Mm-hmm. Eight two. Tough loss. Peterson gets hit hard. Um what were your thoughts last night? And then you could even segue into today's game, which is why I even have this freaking jersey on. Which, <laughs> honestly, I love Piazza. He's great. Everybody look at it. Solid it's authentic, have. too. Love Piazza. Authentic jersey. Yo, Mike, though, real quick. It's not authentic. <laughs> really? No, yeah, it's fake. No way. Yeah, I swear. It was like 30 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> AliExpress. Wow. Can, we gotta it's get a more. nice, impressed, that's though? a really right? nice replica, right, dude? Who would have like, thought? The basketball replicas are so trash. Oh yeah, dude, that's like really well made. I was very surprised. I lucked out with that one, you know. Yeah, because you, you just kind of hit or miss sometimes. But you know, whatever, dude. Thirty bucks, hey. So I mean, dude, last night, I mean, we were watching the game, Mike and I, uh, at dinner. At dinner. At dinner, bro. It was just tough, dude. I mean, I mean, Peterson just what he let up four runs in the first inning, I think. Um, and I mean, they kept him in, which I mean, I would have done the same thing. It was, it was, you know, his debut with the Mets, you know, it was, it was only the first inning. He would he throw like maybe 25 pitches. So he's, he kind of struggled with some location issues and stuff, but I mean, I think you have to get a lot, a lot of credit too to the Phillies, dude. Their, their bullpen is amazing, dude. I mean, you, you've been saying that. Yeah, exactly. Dude. They're, they're, they're surprisingly showing up. It's like very impressive actually. Um, but obviously as a Mets fan, you kind of hate to see it. There was limited i mean two runs you know it's you don't you can't expect that much from the mets offense right now um but i mean dude it was pretty disappointed however dude today is a totally different story dude i mean i'm gonna go ahead and just like start it off as saying a win is a win dude you know like we won that's it yeah on to the next yeah on to the next but oh my god dude mcneil for his birthday 29 years old today Cranks a homer, bottom nine, ties the game up. Happy fucking birthday. Wow. Happy fucking How happy birthday, were you? Dude. Oh, dude, I was, you were, well, actually, I was in the car by myself at the time. You were in your house. But, oh, I was screaming, dude. I had the windows open. The people <laughs> were staring at me going by. Oh, I love I it. I was so pumped, bro. Um, But, uh. But yeah, dude, obviously, everyone's talking about the, uh, the last, the last play, Conforto. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, it, it's it's weird, dude. He definitely leaned into that pitch. So, like, for those of you who don't know, um, the ball of him, it was a strike. It was going to be a strike ball of the middle. Three of the straight breaking balls. Um, three, three straight three. breaking balls. Um, Conforto was staring at two of them. And then the third one, he decides to kind of lean in with his elbow a little bit. I mean, it's tough, dude. Obviously, like, you know, I'm sure from his perspective, that ball looked like it was going to be way closer to him. And, you know, it curves in at the last minute. But... He leaves that elbow in um, at first, like even the announcers were like struck out. And then all of a sudden the ump says he was hit and they walked a runner in and they lost three, two in the bottom of the ninth. But it's, it's, it's weird because they, they review the play, right? So like Madeline comes out for Miami and he's obviously pretty ticked off and, and like, asking, like, what the fuck is going on here, man? Like he leaned in, like you have to rule is you have to make an effort to get out of the way of the ball. Right. Um, which he obviously did not. And he even he 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 did lean in to the ball, but they review it. Um, 
which apparently they can only review as if he got hit or not. They cannot review if he leaned into the ball, which is really dumb. Really dumb. And like, baseball is dumb now. Can, can I, cut, I wouldn't say baseball is dumb now. Can I cut in really quick? Yeah. All these reviews throughout all sports, they're like so strict with the exact rules of the review that they can't make little judgment calls off watching this replay a million times. Like if they watched it to see if he was hit, why can't they tell if it was a strike or not? That's just me, though. Yeah, no, totally. Barnes, what are your thoughts? I mean, I, I think we all know that, obviously, that was so lucky for them to win. Uh, it was a wrong call. And like Grasso said, the, there's no reason why there should be limitations. And I think the reason is integrity. They're just, I don't know, worried about if they're able to, like, just change these judgment calls so easily. Some uh, fishy stuff's going to go on. But we know with, you know, umpiring, refereeing, whatever the sport is, there's always, you know, question marks about how, you know, good the, the calls are. And that's why in the MLB, they've thought about going, you know, with an automated strike zone and, and just, you know, really kind of controlling what the people do and, and trying to eliminate, you know, the human error. But at the same time, you look at it for the Mets and you, you got to take a win when you can. And on a day where you struggled uh, to score offensively, you know, one run going into the ninth inning before you get the McNeil home run. So they're they're going to be happy with a win and, and they should. So, um, and then you like too that uh, Tawan Walker, you know, he pitched pretty well uh, in his debut and, you know, they were hoping for that after, you know, he, he came over this season. So you, you got to be happy with a win and it's, it's on to the next one. Yeah, no, and uh, I think the Mets, you know, are gonna are do a good season. They're finding they are finding some bats finally. Yeah, you know, and you know, I, I I don't think people are looking at the Mets and saying easy win, but no, and their bullpen started to hold, you know, held their own a little bit today, man. It's about time though. And and, and I forgot to mention, <laughs> we, we all knew I was gonna bring it up. How about you know, Batances finally gets in, and then today injured injured list. Uh, what were your thoughts, Tony? Honestly, I mean, I mean, we said it even earlier, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm giving up on him a little bit, you know. I mean, he's he's 33 years old now. He was he was clocking in at 93, 92. Um, even just last summer, he was he was hitting 97 on his fastball, um, which still like, I mean, it seems like he's kind of a shell of the reliever he once was. I mean, this guy consistently hit you know three digits on his fastball, and I just don't see it right now. And he's not really making adjustments. And on top of that, he is getting injured. He was out for a while last year. Now he's on the ten-day IL as well. So it seems like he's becoming more injury-prone. I don't. I just don't think he has what it takes to be in the majors anymore, man. Yeah, yeah. It's really sad to see because it just at this point it's like, how many times are you going to see him underperform, get injured? You know, right. same thing. And I honestly, you know, it's. It, I hate saying it, but I wouldn't be surprised if they end up releasing him at some point this year. Mm -hmm, which is a shame and who knows maybe the yankees will pick him up dude and <laughs> yeah that's what I, that's what i'm hoping for and you know you look at it he was so good on the yankees obviously injuries mm -hmm. uh, are a big part of it now but larry rothschild i think he was hurting a lot of the pitchers there so with the the different pitching coach matt blake you know maybe that would help and and one thing i'd just like to ask you is just in terms of like guys that just always get injured like do you think there's any, you know, science behind it? Like, do you think for pitchers, especially, it's just because of like the his motion, or or do you think it's just something that's completely random? Why they can't stay healthy and they always just get hurt? Um, honestly, I think at this point, it's it's because he's getting a little older, um, and I think he's trying to really compensate for his for his loss of, of velocity, and I think that's leading to him hurting himself. On top of that, like his age, obviously, probably, you know, his body isn't 
what it once was, and it can't really handle the big seasons. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That that that's definitely true, and I, it's just a shame though because it just you know he came up and you know he was a little older for a rookie, and and now he's already done it with just such a short you know four or five year period where he's basically you know the best setup man in the in the the whole league, right. and now he's nothing. So it's just very quick. I know it is tough to see, but I mean, I mean, it is what it is. Hopefully, he can just stay healthy. I think is what is what I would probably make a priority for him at this point. Yeah. So you never know, and you know, we I think you know we just got to wish him well, and you know, hope for the best. Yeah. Certain things you don't know, uh, like the Knicks losing, and I didn't think that would happen. I'm sad it happened, but that's what we're going to start talking about right now. Uh, baseball is officially done. If you missed it, go back and listen. Um, Celtics 101, Knicks 99. Knicks now have lost five of six. Fall to 25 and 27. Big games from their big two. 22, nine and six from Randall. 29, five for uh, Barrett and uh, Perfect from the three. Burks, two for nine. Eight points. I'm going to go to Barnes, and I'm going to go to Grasso, and then we can end it with me. Barnes, what happened with Burks? Burks. You know, I, I, I don't even – there really isn't an answer for it. You know, he was on fire. I think it was five or six, five of six games. He had 20 points, and, uh, you know, lately he's just in single digits uh, every game. And I, I think, you know, he hasn't played as many minutes, but also he hasn't played well, so I'm sure that's why Thibs – uh, you know, isn't playing him more. You know, he was two of nine, only eight points and missed the game tying three. Uh, and, and it's just, you know, you want to, of course, take away positives from this next season. I think they're ahead, uh, way ahead of where people thought they would be. But it does seem like of recent, especially, this is a constant theme where you, you play against a team that probably is more talented and it's very close. But just at the end of the day, they, they can't close it out. And we've seen that happen, you know, time and time again, where they have these two point losses, these three point losses, you know, not not blowout games where they're right there, but they, they can't just fit. They can't finish. Yeah. And with the yeah, Knicks, with the Knicks like, they just don't have enough scoring. Like they get nights from Randall and Barrett. And this is kind of an odd night for Barrett. Six of six from three. I mean, he probably should have been taking that shot instead of Burks, but if yeah, Burks, at least that night. If Burks is your third guy, I mean, I know they have Derrick Rose, but this is this team's young for a reason. They're still looking for other guys to fill it in. I mean, I kind of said that the Knicks would probably fall out of the playoff picture, and they're losing a lot of close games. At least they're still staying in these games, but I, I just don't see that them them they have enough offense to to compete with. You know, Boston is more talented. I mean, they're playing terrible this year, according to Boston Celtics standards, but. I just don't see the Knicks having enough offensive talent to hang with most teams in the NBA. JPO says can't finish a game. They are much better team than their record. But, yes. you know, that speaks to young teams, though. Young teams historically can't finish games. And that's why I'm not upset. Yeah, and you can't be. I mean, if you're a Knicks fan, you got to be thrilled with the season they're having. Yeah, no, this is it. I mean, this is this is the type of season you've always wanted because it's like now we have young pieces. It's not – and they're actual – Pieces that could be stars in this league, you know. Yeah, they, I mean, these are they're, they're pieces you're holding on. Chandler, to. it's yeah. not Timothy Mozgov. It's not like uh, like pieces that are like, oh, they could be great on a championship team on the second unit. Yeah, no, you, you got know? RJ Barrett there. Like, this is a stud in the making. He had a great night last night. 
was left off. I told you he was left off the top 25 list, uh, a top 25 under 25. Yeah, and they had LaMelo Ball at three, so that list is complete trash. No no disrespect to LaMelo Ball. Yeah, I love him, stupid. but he was ahead of Mitchell and Booker and it was Tatum. Dumb. It was Come dumb. on now. Come on. Ian Stephen A. Yeah, Smith yeah. ripped and I think with R.J. Barrett especially, you know, you look at him coming off his rookie season, I think a lot of people were a little disappointed and, you know, they were comparing like, oh, we could have had Zion, we could have had Ja, and then he was kind of up and down. But with the way he's shooting and just scoring, you could just tell he's a completely different player this season. So I think that's, you know, a lot to look forward to for, for them. And, you know, for them to shoot 16 to 33 from fr- – three last night and lose you know that's kind of crazy it's just kind of one of those games where like you know the all it came down to was just not being able to close everything else they did great uh and then you know this is a big win for the celtics you know 26 and 26 on the season now obviously we're not expecting them to go anywhere but it's just like you know they have enough talent where would it be that crazy you know i don't think they're going to go to the nba finals or anything but if if they pulled an upset in the first round got like a six seed maybe i mean you never know what can happen so I think, you know, it means more for them. And, you know, one thing I, I noticed is uh, Pritchard, you know, didn't have a good game, uh, only two points in 16 minutes. But Tatum and Brown, I mean, you know, they're really, really good when they're both on. It's just they haven't been on a lot together this year. But, they, you know, Tatum 25 and 10, Brown 32 and 10. So I think, you know, the Celtics will take it and they'll, they'll just try to go on a really good stretch here to close the season out and, and get as high as they can in the playoffs, even though, you know, obviously the deck is, you know, stacked against them. Uh, but they do play the T-Wolves uh, in their next game. So at least that that's a game where you would expect you could build on. Yeah, and you want the Celtics, I mean, their goal right now should be that that 4-5 series. If it's them in Miami, I mean, those are clearly the best two teams. I mean, obviously Boston hasn't played that way, but that's, that's what they should be shooting for, and they could easily win that series, and then they'll probably see Brooklyn or Philly yep. in the next round and lose, but... And you know that the Knicks do have uh, the Grizzlies and Raptors. I, I would say, guys, those are two winnable games. Definitely. And then, as you said, Barnes, the the T Wolves are next for for uh, the Celtics and the Nuggets. So hopefully, they come out of that one and one best case scenario. Um, but looking at the other game we were talking about, boys, go ahead. Go I got ahead. I got one question for Knicks fans for you, and if anyone's watching, like Sam, would you rather the Knicks make the playoffs this year? Lose in the first round, most likely, because they'll they'll play one of those Brooklyn teams, or fall out, be in the lottery, and get a guy like Jalen Suggs or or even Cade Cunningham to run that offense. I mean, because you want the playoff experience, but are they there? Yeah, I don't know. It's like one of those things I was thinking about last night. I mean, it's tough, dude. I mean, how do we fall out? Are we falling out like this? Close games every night. We're just losing at the end because we just need that one extra piece for this young unit. Yeah, like you fell out to the nine seed and you lose in the playoff play-in game and you just don't quite make it, which I don't think is a bad thing for the Knicks. No one expected them to make the playoffs coming into this year. No. It would be a, it would be amazing for them to get some playoff experience against a good team. But looking to next year, if you got a guy like Suggs or Cunningham at your point guard, that looks even better. Yeah, I mean, I do but, like quickly, you're right, JPO, but... I mean, it's tough to say, man. It's tough to say because quickly could be the future. You know, he's not a point guard. He didn't come in a point guard. But, you know, I don't think he's a Russell Westbrook in a sense of – he. I think he's more I'm here for the team. What does the team need this game? He's, he reminds me, dude, a lot of Chauncey Billups. Yeah. Honestly, like his demeanor, everything about it. Um, Grizzlies are winning that one. Sorry, Mikey. Uh, uh, no, I like quickly, though. <laughs> I don't think so, but – 
Let's go. Knicks all day, baby. But uh, <laughs> no. Barnes, what do you think? No, no. I mean, I think it's honestly a win-win for them uh, because they haven't been in the playoffs in so long. So just to get there is going to be good experience, good feel for the fan base. But then on the other side, if you could add a really talented player, I mean, that would be great. But honestly, I think it comes down to that they're too good of a team to lose, you know, what, uh, 60, 70% of the remaining games. I mean, that's not going to happen for them to get in position to get Suggs or Cunningham. So really, I think I would almost at that point, knowing that you're not going to get one of those guys, lean towards getting in the playoffs, getting more experience. And you could draft well. Look where you drafted quickly. You know, he was a really good pick. And we've seen a ton of guys just in general in the NBA get picked in the second round and make a really big impact. So I wouldn't so much worry about the draft position being that you're not going to be in top position to get one of those real guys that you would expect to be 100% a superstar. Yeah, and if you fall to like the ninth seed, your chances of like a top three pick are pretty much like 1%. So you're really like, you're pretty much betting on it. But I don't know. It's just an interesting thought I had. No, I like it. Um, on to the next game, though. MVP CP3 <laughs> comes through the Suns 117 over the Jazz 113 in overtime. Wet like I'm book. 35 points, missed three point at the end of regulation to win it. 29 and 9 from Paul, 18 and 12 from the young boy, our boy Aiton. Um, I'll start with Grosso on this. What what did you see in this game? And is Chris Paul making it after I usually I sent you the te- the the, the the graphic. Yeah. You know, yeah, how he makes every single team he's ever played on. Can, can we make a case better. for it now? I mean, the only team that he didn't like make hugely better was, was like the Houston. Rockets, but they were already really but good. But he still like, made there's only better. so much you could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a case. He's probably not even in my top five for MVP, but at the same time, he's having a great season. And you saw him no drinking. He was drinking the secret stuff. Yeah. Look, I mean – this team before it was Booker has to score and he can kind of run some stuff with Aiton, but now they can run ISOs with Booker on the wing, pick and rolls with Chris Paul and Aiton up top. They have a lot of different ways that they can attack you now. So this offense is just so much more versatile just because of Chris Paul being there. Barnes, what do you think, bud? I mean, like I expected, maybe honestly, I thought, you know, the Sun might, Suns might win by a couple more, but at the end of the day, a win's a win. And I just expected, I think they're just a lot better team than them. And of course, Chris Paul is the whole difference in this team. We saw what they were last year. So, and then when you have got young guys like Booker and Aiton who are just dominating, especially Booker, 35 points. Uh, he's had a lot of big scoring games recently. And then Aiton, uh, you know, he's really improved his game and gotten a little better on the defensive end. You know, we knew what he could do offensively, but to pick it up on the defensive end just a little bit, um, you know, everything helps. And, you know, we see Diamond Mitchell, of course, you know, he had 41 points, but he only shot 16 to 35 uh, from the score. So he, he hucked up a lot of shots. Uh, but I think it's just one of those things where, the Jazz, like we know their record's very good, but I think when they play teams like the Clippers, uh, like the Lakers when they're healthy, even like the Nuggets, that they're going to struggle. And I think that they're going to beat the lower teams in the conference. But when you get against teams like the Suns and the, the Clippers and the Lakers, who are probably a better teams than them, even though their records aren't better, I think they're going to struggle. And that's why they're not going to go far in the playoffs. Yeah, so far they've given the or the Nuggets. Those are two teams, the Lakers and the Clippers too, but those are the two teams you got to get past in the West. They're going to be there. 
Yeah, uh, JPO says, let's hear everyone's MVP top five and why. I don't got five. I, I, don't got, I got five. Lillard. If Embiid finishes the rest of the season, doesn't miss any more time. Yeah. He's right there, and Jokic is right there. Simply yeah. impacting their team's record. I mean, Lillard lost his best two players in McCollum and Nurkic and kept that team in the top six in the West, which if you look, the difference between six and seven is a few games. So Lillard, I think he is the MVP in my opinion. But, yeah. but if Embiid can finish the season healthy, he's making a case for it too. Yeah, I, 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 I just think that, you know, the Sixers, even though Embiid makes a big difference, they still are very good without him. So that's why I don't think he's going to win it. But I think, like you said, Jokic and Lillard, you know, they probably both deserve to win it. And I think LeBron would be right there, too, if he didn't get injured. And, uh, you know, I just think there's not going to be enough time in the season until uh, he gets back. But really, I, I almost w would lean towards just because, you know, the Nuggets have a lot of guys, too. But Jokic has been unbelievable. But just what Lillard has done with with nothing there in the beginning of the season with all the injuries. Now they have extra guys. So it's just you know, what he's done putting up these big games every night, I think you almost kind of got have to give it to him. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, just one more point about the Jazz, though, cause just because we talk about Chris Paul so much and how he's impacted that team, the Jazz have Mike Conley, and he he's never gotten credit his entire career. He's been great for like 15 years now. He's been a huge reason why the Jazz have still have that number one seed. So, like, let's, let's show a little love to Mike Conley. I mean, OG of the game. Well, point guard like junior maybe well we but. could take we could take the love and money that the 200 million dollar man is making and give it to him because yeah. he is just another center outplays him in my opinion someone who's even half his age i would say and before you know it uh he's he's gonna be looking like uh we wasted a lot of money on him um, but before we go into our NBA Thursday preview, we would like to bring in DTV Matt. Oh, hey. Oh, oh. Look at this guy. DTV, no. Yeah. Yo, yeah. What up, boys? What's, What's going on, bro? Nothing. This is sick. This is the first time doing this. <laughs> What's Gucci? Why does everyone else's audio work but mine? First time, long time, bro. <laughs> Good, good Wi-Fi connections, I guess. Uh, it's like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just more Wi-Fi. spell. Uh, but yeah, so now that you're here, you, you Lakers horn dog. Uh, <laughs> the Lakers are 32 and 19. The Heat are 26 and 25. But don't let that fool you, folks. The Heat are currently fifth in the. I mean, not fifth. I'm sorry. The Heat are sixth in the Heat, and they've won the four of their last five. Drummond is probable. He's trash. Uh, LeBron and Davis not obviously playing. Guys, I'm going to start with, can you cue the music, baby? Because I know this is your first time, Tony, so I'm going to call you out on it. But cue it, Left. baby. There you go. Let's do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Guys. I'm with you on this. You could already tell who I have winning this game by, I would say, yeah, I'm with you. 20 points, Grosso. Easy. 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 This is a no-brainer. What do, can we get some opinions, uh, uh, Matt? What are we looking at here? Yeah, you can from, turn from, from the there down. from I the mean, Lakers fan and the know, LeBron. You know what's fucking beat, dude? How Andre Drummond's fucking toenail fell off and he can't play. That's fucking trash. That's the most bullshit thing I've ever heard. Now, I mean, obviously I'm missing LeBron, AD. Uh, dude, I, I really, I, I think I'm gonna have to roll with Miami on this one, bro, because I just don't think the Lakers are gonna be able to. 
they me and we we talked about this Barnes where the 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 Lakers have been able to win these games against albeit against the teams in the NBA that they should beat, you know, kind of like the Yankees when they play the Orioles. But uh dude, the Heat aren't one of those teams, bro. So I I'm just I'm just feeling like without the Lakers stars, they're you know, supporting cast of the Lakers, all albeit they're a talented bunch, but I don't think they're going to be able to match up with uh with Jimmy and Oladipo and, and Bam tonight, to be honest. So Jimmy I'm gonna gets. To, I'm gonna have to roll yeah. with uh my former uh place of residence and go with uh Miami. Tonight. <laughs> oh, uh, Mike, why are you in a uh, we'll get to that after? Well, well, maybe no, no, we're not gonna get into it because you should just go back and watch the beginning of this if you don't know. Was he gonna ask for the Mets jersey again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we God, explained dude. it in the, in the twice. Base. Twice, I think. I think we went twice. Yeah. Oh, I'm not doing it again. So Matt, no, we're not. Yeah, yeah. We're not. Yeah, we're we're, we're, we're not gonna go there. And, and and I could just say I I I hear what you guys are saying. I mean, the Heat clearly without LeBron and AD are a lot better team. Everyone's been playing well. But the thing is, you look at them this season, they lose a lot of games that they should win. So that's why I wouldn't definitively say like, oh, the Heat are going to win. Uh, the Lakers are definitely in a tough spot, though. Without LeBron and AD, they also announced that uh, THT he's suspended for a, a yeah. scuffle last, you know, last game with Toronto, and then Kuzma's out as well. So they are short-handed. But the thing is, even are Gasol, you, who's been are terrible, ACP and Ben McElmore are going to light him up. Caruso. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you have Schroeder, you have Harrell, and actually Gasol has been playing well the last couple of games. You never know when Caldwell Pope can hit, hit a couple threes. So that's why I'm saying it's it wouldn't be that crazy. And then Drummond coming back. I mean, he didn't look good in his debut, but he's due to play better. So I, I say honestly, win it in a close one. I'm, I'm just kidding. They didn't play Drummond enough to have all his toenails. JPO. He's <laughs> fucking JPO, bro. But <laughs> backing me up, man. Guy missing a game for a bruised toe, though. No, oh, come on, dude. I remember looking at the old AIs and he, and remember the ones where it like showed all of his injuries. And, yeah, and, yeah. And it's like one of the like AI played through it. Why can't you? Seriously, come on. Um, but, toe. I don't know, man. Maybe he's so, so got, too much, bro. So Barnes, who you got in real quick? Dude, yeah, no, the Lakers by two. <laughs> uh, Tony, real quick with you. I'll give you a shout out. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Lakers by four. Cool, <laughs> Matt. What about you? Matt? I'm gonna go with that. Evil that, that Barnes evil villain. <laughs> he loves it. Love uh, and Grosso, what about you, bud? Oh, Miami all day. And Jim, you guys Jimmy's know? getting buckets. Bam's dunking on people. Montrez Harrell, come on. Bam's dunking on him all night. Come on. You guys are on Montrez now. Montrez I'm hitting on Montrez. Oh, He's dude. trash. Bam, and Montrez is, is slowly turning into a Draymond Green to me. All bark, yeah. no bite. We, we thought that contract this time was unfair. Dude, he's had a, he, dude, he's had a bunch of big games this year. Relax. Awesome. All bark, no bite. Nothing. He, he's like fake he's tough, guy. tough guy. Barnes, Watch what Bam gets a hand from. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boy. I'm saying this must be a tough pick for Barnes. Barnes used to be a Heat fan. Dude, yeah, right? I mean, I, no, no, no. But, like, how many times are we really going to go over this? It's Barnes, like, we, we, you know what I mean? Balls balls. What? You just follow LeBron. We know. We get it. So, yeah. we're not the only one. Yeah, exactly. And it's the only sport where that, that happens. But also, for me, honestly, there, there's nothing like being a Yankee fan. I mean, that's a team to me. So, everything else is secondary. 
Well, that's the oh, we, what yeah. do we always say, dude? Give it a rest. Of course, it has There's to come back to the like... Yankees. No, I mean, yeah, I don't hate it. <laughs> No, but there's honestly nothing like it. And I, I just, dude, as soon as baseball started, I feel like it's like so hard for that not to be the main focus. Of course, I'm always following the NBA as well, but I'm just so excited to watch Yankee games. And I'm just really pumped about this year. And after last year, getting a, more than 100 games taken off the schedule, I'm, I'm going to enjoy this season. You hear Pretty that, sure. fucking sports port fans? You got a oh, professional yeah. here. You have someone that loves what he would watching. When Barnes gives you facts about the Yankees and baseball in general, you know it's coming from deep, deep within of research and love and passion for the sport. And that's what I love about Barnes. Barnes, you get a round of applause. You get a little golf clap. Let's get the big round of applause. Appreciate it. No, no, no uh, golfing today, but I'm gonna I'm gonna play over the weekend. So looking not, forward not to training that. for the Masters, dude. <laughs> dude no 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 but looking forward to this weekend after struggling last last time wait what'd you so say what we gotta do we gotta get grosso and barnes on the tour for next year and i'll be the caddy mike will be the no, no, but I, I i think before we do that we just gotta schedule the golf outing which we will uh in the next couple weeks yeah the, the, DT, the dtv sports port golf outing that'll be that'll be time that'll be a time for sure and real quick, though, just because we didn't get to talk to you about it before, were you pumped to, the way, you know, Tyone looked last night? Yeah, dude. You know what I, What stood out to me, dude? His curveball was ridiculous. So, yeah. so nasty, bro. Yeah, and, the, and the only thing that he was just, like, being, like, too accurate, like, leaving those pitches over the middle, but everything yeah. looked crisp. Like, you know, the velocity, how, you can't expect more than that. No, I, I'm, I'm – I'm definitely – I was pumped about, about that outing. It's just too bad, obviously, the end result. <laughs> yeah, pumps, right? I, I, oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's a tough one, but it's like the pitching – they pitch well every single game, so that that's something to be pumped about. These guys. Oh, These sure. guys. No, no, wait, wait. Wait. All right. So, yeah, hold up. Go hold up. Hey, Matt, if you wanted to be here for the for – the <laughs> No, no, but I just I just wanted to check. I just wanted to check with him what, what he thought. I, I'm sorry, get dude. What are you him. saying, bro? I can't hear you with yeah, this. Mike's trying to yeah, Barnes is the host today. So if I wanted to, if I wanted to say that, I could have said that. I didn't. I didn't want his opinion on the Yanks. He should have been here. It's All Mets right, day. I'm, I'm about. I'm about to be out, yo. Peace, boys. All right, later, man. I think dinner was ready for him. Yeah, dinner, dinner was. Dinner was definitely ready. Dinner was ready. Just like dinner, we will be ready for the Suns and Clippers game. Coming up, thirty-six and fourteen for the Suns. Pumped. What does that 34 mean? Thirty-four and eighteen. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's going to be ready for the Suns and Clippers game. Well, because they have to eat Ooh. to play. <laughs> <laughs> They're eating right now in preparation for their game. Okay, all right, fair enough. That's what we do here. Uh, so the Clippers have won the last matchup between the two, one twelve, one oh seven on January third. Both teams are on fire. I will start with Grosso. These two teams are eerily similar statistically. They both average 114.6 points a game, pretty Jesus. much the same on defense. This is I'm excited for this game. Yeah. The Clippers have more star power. I mean, I love Devin Booker and Chris Paul, but Kawhi Leonard is a top three player in the NBA. The Clippers had an off night last night. The Suns played a tough game against the Jazz that went into overtime. I think they're going to be a little tired. I got the Clippers in this game. Kawhi Leonard's still a beast, man. He, he can lead this team to a championship by himself, pretty much. I'm excited to see what he does tonight. And who on, who on uh, Phoenix is going to really guard him? I mean, Mikhail Bridges is probably going to get matched up with him or Jay Crowder, but Kawhi's, Kawhi's got that. 
Barnes? Dude, I mean, honestly, I look at this game and it's like, yeah, Kawhi's real good, but George has been so inconsistent all season. And then even Kawhi, honestly, he's really – he's a lock, obviously, to be you know, in the top ten in the whole league. But the thing is, like, he might be a little overrated, honestly, because he was on all those Spurs teams. And then the year he wins it with Toronto, you know, he has that lucky rim-in shot against the Sixers in the playoffs. So I think he just, like, you know, for him to be considered maybe the best player in the league, I think that was always – over always over you know overanalyzed and like i think that was just like a little overrated uh so i honestly look at the suns and i think they have a better team because it's like Kawhi's a certainty but then you look at the suns it's like you got three guys that are certainties and and i think they create matchup problems for the clippers and i honestly could see cam johnson actually guarding uh Kawhi leonard a lot in this game oh, honestly i think with, with his left i think you know he can't he can, he can, uh, pounds. Kawhi's gonna like just put his shoulder into his chest and later yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> you, you just give him help. But anyway, all, all I was just saying is, though, I, I think they're going to win by five or ten points, honestly. I think they're just a better team. And the Clippers have lost to a lot of bad teams, let, let alone some of the better teams. So it really wouldn't be much of a surprise for the Suns to win this one on the road. I disagree. I'm going Clippers. I think Kawhi and these this Clipper team, bro, I don't know. I feel like something's happening there. I think Rondo's presence alone has really shifted things. Coaches in the building. The coaches in the building, dude. They finally got it. And I, I think it's amazing. You guys, I thought you guys were going to touch upon it. Um, are these not the top two teams, offense and defense in the league? They're not offensively. Okay. Defensively, no. they they're right up there, and I mean, dude, but they're they're off they're up there with offense. So if you think yeah, about the balance between both, they're probably the best balance. Yeah, no, this is going to be – this This would be a great playoff matchup. Uh, I, I mean, dude, can you imagine a seven-game series for this? This would be amazing to watch, especially – put. there's nothing better than playoff basketball. I'm sorry. NBA the, playoff oh, basketball. The Suns-Jazz game last night got me just straight pumped for playoff basketball. Yeah. It, it seemed like there was, it was intense. No, it wasn't how, how about – how about game this, these games for the Suns back-to-back? Like, this is, like, crazy having these good games in back-to-back days. Yeah, I mean, builds character. Yeah, and I think that's ultimately going to be why they lose. I mean, I don't think the Clippers are much better than the Suns, but the Sun, yeah, the Suns are coming off an overtime game against the Jazz last night. The Clippers were chilling. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and course. the one thing too, like it definitely wouldn't be crazy at all for the Clippers to win, but they, it's just weird how you don't know if they're going to show up or not. Some games, like they get down twenty points in the first quarter. I, I mean, into not even teams that are that good. I just I don't understand how that happens. But I guess it just it's the NBA. Anything can happen. I understand how it happens it's because everyone on the Clippers is wants to play. They're they're all veterans. There's no young guys on yeah. the Clippers. They're all grown men. All right, given they're all like every. Yeah, they yeah. see these lower-ranked teams they just come out and try and coast, and then they're like, oh, shit, we're down 20. Yeah. And we got to step it up. But, now the Clippers have been – like, over the past 20 games, I think the Clippers have been so impressive. They're back, like, on my radar yeah. as championship contenders. 100%. You know, if the Lakers and Nets are healthy, obviously that's one and two. After that, it's a toss-up. Yeah. I'm giving it to the Clippers, really. I mean, Kawhi's the next best player in the NBA. Clippers or so, Denver for me, but uh, Denver, yeah, Denver too. Switching yeah, Denver, it up, Denver's scary. Switching it up though, uh, we've got a Masters update hey. with Mystic Bob's. Bob's, talk to us, bud. What's going on in the golf world? Well, I mean, you have to start with the leader uh, at the 
Masters, obviously, this is the most famous golf tournament, uh, you know, in the world. So we always get excited for this. And it's just kind of funny coming off the short layoff, having the last Masters in November. Very cool in terms of having two Masters in this short of a time. Uh, it's funny, uh, you know, Dustin Johnson wins it last year. This year, you know, he's a few over par uh, in this first Round we are at 700 parts to 65. So he's a guy who's never had, uh, or no, he had one major championship before, but never green jackets. Obviously, he he would love to do that. Uh, so he's four shots clear of uh, two guys, Brian Harmon and Hideki Matsuama. So big, you know, lead after each round. And of course, it's it's Augusta. Anything can happen, but it's just kind of funny to see. Uh, you know, DeChambeau and McElroy's uh, struggle as well. I think they're both four over par. Uh, Jordan Spieth, you know, my pick, he's one under par, but being six shots back on the first day, you know, even though six shots is a lot, not over a four-day tournament. So he's honestly in position because uh, crazy things happen at Augusta. This is honestly my favorite golf tournament to watch, and I'm really looking forward to see uh, you know, over the next three days, you know, what storylines come out. And we were always in for a surprise at the Masters. No, yeah, totally. It, it's a little weird without, you know, Tiger there. Uh, but okay, it, right. and it's, it feels like only just yesterday we were doing this with Matt and Goose here Goose. Um, with the same uh, Augusta tournament. Um, so I'm looking forward to uh, – I wish we could get Goose on here. So, Goose, if you're listening – Maybe tomorrow. Is it is it over soon? When is it done? It's all weekend. Sunday. Sunday's the last day. Uh, so it, let's. It's little, little technical difficulty there with Barnes. Technical difficulties with Barnes. Yeah, tomorrow, obviously. Uh, yeah. No, 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 I'm good. I'm good. Uh, okay. Oh, he said he's good now. Yeah, no, he's good. Barnes is good now. Um, uh, no, that's dope. I think that Monday, Monday we can do a recap, maybe. Uh, but now, if you want to cue yeah. the music, bro. Yeah, I'll cue the music, Barnes. Thanks. <laughs> no, he's talking to you. He's, he's, yeah, I, know, I know. I'm right on it. I'm right on it. You ready, dude? Let's do it, bud. Let's go. Let's go, LaMelo. It's a little bit different this time. It's going to be a little different. Oh, wow, yeah, on that side. A little, little different. <laughs> Can I open the pack? We're gonna have Grasso open it today. Let's have Grasso open it. Wow. Here we go, guys. Like pack is being opened as we speak. I haven't done this in twenty something years. He's pulling it open. It's prison pack. <laughs> this guy again. Prison pack. Prison pack. Who is it, Grasso, with the first? From name? the University of Washington, Mr. Jaden McDaniels. That's in the, Is that number four or three? That's like seven or eight at this point, I think. <laughs> it's seven or eight. Wow. Okay. Oh, nice. Uh, I, I think this is new. Number two from Kentucky, Ashton Hagens. We actually got a few of these. No, Do we? Yeah, yeah. I think we. that's probably number three. Oh, wow. <gasps> Let's go. From Iowa State, number ladies and gentlemen, Tyrese Alabama. Let's go. That's the main one we've been missing. Dude, we have been talking about that for weeks. Front runner for rookie of the year. And we yeah. got Tyrese. The two guys we really We've been wanted. missing these dudes. We got Tyrese Maxey, two Barnes. And Halliburton. Yeah, dude, dude, best pack we've had in a week, honestly. 
dude, Barnes, Barnes, tell Grosso about yesterday's pack. He at he asked me when we came oh, into the studio. Oh my god, dude, I, I Coro, pack ever. <laughs> Okoro was the feature card yesterday. <laughs> nice, 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 another Okoro. <laughs> no, but that's great, guys. Uh, uh, we got we got some cool cards here. We've been waiting for these. All we need is RJ Hampton, right? Yeah, we lo- we love an RJ Hampton. Yeah, RJ. So, yeah, RJ. Start Halliburns. Um, but guys, uh, this I, I I this is a great show. I mean, I'm happy Phenomenal to host show, tonight. Guys. Uh, Solid. Definitely don't want to do this all the time, but uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Right, dude, I'll be I'll be back in the saddle tomorrow. Don't worry. All right, good. Ooh, all right, good. Back. I kept the seat warm for you, bud. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you want that, dude. Dude, we walked in here, Barnes. Oh, Barnes, Barnes would Barnes, freak out. Barnes, Barnes. We walked in here. I left the heat Hold on. Hold on. Let him guess the temperature. I left the heat on overnight. Guess what I left it on at? 75. Oh, <laughs> that would be nice. I wish. At 10 degrees, bud. 11. 85? What the? 86 <laughs> degrees. Oh my god, dude! That's you just came from a Chuck Yo, Barnes, Barnes, you don't need the edge sauna anymore, bud. Just we got you. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been looking, looking to do the sauna, so that's perfect. <laughs> they got you. That's what we. If anybody out there, you're pissed about the edge closing up. But also, speaking of working out, before we close out, I want to close this out on this. Maybe shout out uncommonly driven, uh, Chuck Roach. Uh, shout out DTV Matt. Uh, they have a new show out. Uh, it's uh, DTV Fitness. They're working out, and the podcast is coming out tomorrow live at four o'clock. Here about health and fitness. Let's go and all that. So shout out those boys. Uh, if you don't follow them, follow them at Uncommonly Driven and at DTV underscore underscore Matt. We just came from a an uncommonly driven workout and. I was still get, catching my breath when yes. we got up here. Oh yeah, like two hours later, dude, he had us doing thirty-inch box jumps. I didn't for know two and a half a minutes, joke, dude, for two and a half minutes straight. Yeah, it was fun. No, it was fun. It was it was yeah. really fun actually. But anything else? It was guys? hard. Anything else? Dude, that quarter mile run though. How about that thing, huh? Oh, that kind of uh, killed me, bro. The curveball. <laughs> I go, didn't go run it. to the fence and back and do it twice. I got to, I got to hop on the rower. That's right. That's dude, right. But he had to keep, he had to go as fast as possible. I had to get you guys 500 tough, meters. Dude. I did it in less than two minutes for you. Holy guys. shit. I kept in pace with the runners. Good I love for you, it. dude. I love it. It, it. it sounds like I need to train before I go to one of these workouts. Yeah, you have you to work out. No, you just gotta come. You just gotta come in hot, baby. Come in hot and yak. Cue music for throw. You can just cue any music. We usually do throw that back. Okay. Eddie a day. Eddie a day. You have Whenever to you're ready, dude. You, could you want it right now? A little lightly. Do we have out? it ready? Ooh, nice. Ooh. Look at it. I didn't think he had it ready. Guys, if you don't like, sub, make sure you keep tuning in. Comment. Type your Gmail. We want you here. Let's end the broadcast, baby. We will see you guys soon tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Peace. Like a heart attack. Hey, she